Hoy celebrando un aniversario de 150 años aquí en los Estados Unidos y 75 años aquí en el diócesis de Joliet. Estamos celebrando esta misa como una familia. Este, desde el principio este, nos anunció que no solamente están aquí las monjas, las hermanas, sino también los empleados, este, los que son parte de, de la familia de esta comunidad franciscana. Entonces, hoy en grande estamos celebrando no solamente como una familia de Dios, sino también como una familia franciscana. Estoy dando gracias a Dios por el aniversario y también por el futuro. Caminando juntos como hermanos y hermanas y con Dios. As we celebrate this wonderful anniversaries today, 150 and 75 years, we do so with great faith. And also we do so in the context of St. Clair. And, and I love that we're so close to our feast day. I just late last night returned from St. Louis. I participated in uh, the week-long assembly of the... Um, the LCWR, the, the Leadership Council of Women Religious. And there were about 900 leaders there, and it was an amazing assembly. The process and the content and everything, I, I walked away very, very impressed. But the thing I want to share with you is this. On Thursday, the day of the Feast of St. Clair, the moderator, the facilitator, her name is Sister Maria Elena, she got up at the podium at the first gathering early in the morning, and she said, I just want to remind all of you sisters that today is the feast day of St. Clair. She said, congratulations to all of our Franciscan sisters. With that, the amount of applause that just continued to resonate in that room was palpable. And it wasn't just the Franciscan sisters who were sitting there, it was everyone. There's something special about St. Clair, there's something special about the Franciscans, and today we celebrate what is special about the Wheaton Franciscans. While I was there, I shared an experience with the sisters that I just recently had. And I want to just share quickly this short little experience that I had with all of you. So it's, it's a little repetition of what I shared with them this past week. Just this last week, I had the opportunity to live stream a movie at my house. And I actually had the chance to watch the whole thing. The, <laughs> That, that's something rare. I usually have to pause or I watch it in three or four segments to finally finish it. I watched the whole thing. And it was a movie about a woman who, who's coming to the next steps, the next stages of her life. Her husband had died. She's a retired teacher. She's trying to figure out what does my next steps in life look like. And as she's doing that, it's also revealed that she loves famous quotes. She's always quoting famous people and asking them to guess who said this. 
So in one of the very opening scenes of this movie, she's sitting and having lunch with her grandson who's in high school. And it's obvious that the two of them just adore each other. They, they adore each other. And they're having this conversation with each other. But in the course of their conversation, she comes up with three quotes and asks him to guess what they are. So these are the three quotes she, gets, she gives to him. I'm going to give them to you and ask you the same thing. Can you guess who said them? Who's the famous person who said this quote? Now, just keep it in your own mind. It's, uh, and we'll see how you do. The first one. Education is the best weapon to change the world. First one. Second one. Life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you respond to it. The third one, I can sum up everything I have learned about life in just three words. It goes on. <laughs> so how did you do? It's all, all three, two, three. So the, the first one about education, that's Nelson Mandela. The second one, about 10% and 90%, that's uh, Lou Holtz, the football coach from Notre Dame. And then the third one, about life goes on, that's by the poet Robert Frost. So as you listen to those three kind of inspirational and wisdom-type famous quotes, we all have a different personality. And we probably all gravitate to one more than the others, like one more than the others. If you had to choose a favorite out of the three, which would yours be? And we'd all have a, a different favorite. Out of mine, I like the last one, that, that whole thing that life goes on. And I think you'd agree with me that life does go on. No matter what, the good, the bad, whatever it is, whatever, life goes on. That is true. But as Christians, as Catholics, life goes on in a particular way because of the Paschal mystery. And what do I mean by that? It's everything that we heard in the second reading, that, that life here is transitory, but what's unseen, that's forever. That's part of the Paschal mystery. The Paschal mystery is simply, it's the life of Christ. It's the life of Jesus, that Jesus actually was born 2,000 years ago. He grew up. He attracted women and men to him who said, go out and help me with my mission to the four corners of the world. He suffered on a cross. He died and was buried and the Paschal mystery doesn't end there. But after his death and burial, three days later, he rose again and then ascended into heaven. And in his resurrection, he shares the gift of eternal life with all those who believe in him. Life goes on 
That's the Paschal mystery, and that's because of Jesus, of this extraordinary gift that we have been given. Through his resurrection, there is new experiences, new insights, new possibility, and new life. Through the resurrection, we have not only life, but life eternal. And that is something to celebrate. There's another way of saying all that. And it means that death has no power over us. We're all going to die one day. The future generations are all going to die. Everything dies. But if you believe in what gift Jesus has given to us, we have that gift of eternal life. And therefore, not only our spirits, but everything we've touched, that gift of eternal life goes on eternally. Today, as we celebrate this, this image of the Paschal mystery and life goes on is reflected so well in the gospel. The gospel is about the vine and the branches. It's clear but powerful. When we are disconnected from the source of life, which is God, when we are disconnected, he's the vine, we're the branches. If that is cut, what does the gospel say? In the end, we just wither. We wither and die. If we just think we're going to get through life on our own talent, power, ego, good looks, whatever gets you through life, well, if we are only going to rely on ourselves, well, that's being disconnected from the vine. But when we are connected as branches to the vine, who is Jesus, that's the source of life and the source of life eternal. Today, as we celebrate the Wheaton Franciscans, we have celebrating and we are celebrating in a way that are saying, as branches, you have been and continue to be connected to the vine, connected to the vine. And those who are connected to the vine produce great fruit. In preparation for today's liturgy, I was sent this book, The Wheaton Franciscan's Heritage. And I went through the whole thing. And I, I, I was so pleased to do so. It was such a delightful way of looking at all the pictures and all the history. And as I read this book and I looked forward to it, I thought, what are we doing today? As I looked at that. What we are really doing today is we are remembering our past, which is important. We are celebrating our present and we are hoping for the future. That's the Paschal mystery. That's the Paschal mystery. Christ was born. Christ was, has risen. Christ will come again. So today, as we celebrate the past and all the things that are contained in this book, all the things that are contained in your minds, in hearts, and experiences, all the things that have continued from your family and your sisters of the past, we remember that. And we do so with great gratitude. As we celebrate the present, we realize 
God has given us this day, and you have to take a moment every once in a while to do what we are doing today, to celebrate, to celebrate the gifts that we've shared and that God has given. But like the Paschal mystery, if we were to just say it ends with the past and the present and no future, that'd be a bit of a tragedy. We have hope for the future. And who knows what the future is going to look like? It might look different than it did in the past, and it look, might look different than it looks right now. The future might look very different. But we know that the legacy, the heritage, the seeds that have been planted through the Wheaton Franciscan spirituality and presence, my goodness, those seeds throughout the world are producing great fruits and continue into the future eternally. And this community, as it continues to move forward, is alive and will look different, but we do so always surrendering and trusting God and the Holy Spirit. So, life goes on. Life goes on. But remember, Jesus is the vine, we are the branches. In other words, it is all because of Jesus, who lives and reigns in the unity of the Holy Spirit and is truly God forever and ever.